Hey everyone, Daco Fuchs here. I just wanted to share a quick idea on Parshas Bichlikosai, which we're going to be leaning this Shabbos. So the first Pasuk in Parshas Bichlikosai says, In Bichlikosai Teilechu. So Hashem is about to list all the brachos He's going to give to the Bnei Yisrael, to the Jewish people, if they follow in His ways. And He says, In Bichlikosai Teilechu, if you walk in my ways. So Rashi on that Pasuk says, What does it mean if you walk in my ways? So Rashi, sa- Rashi says over there, Shetiwa melum Torah. That if you work in Torah, if you work very hard in your learning, so then ultimately you will receive reward. So let's try to understand a little bit what does it mean to work hard in Torah? What, what, what is exactly, why do we do that? What does it look like? So obviously everyone here is doing the daf, so everyone here is working very hard in Torah. There's a couple of ideas in learning Torah that, that maybe over the course of time we can learn to appreciate a little bit more, learn to connect to a little bit more. One of, those, one of those ideas is, is Chazara. You know, it's funny. When I was in high school and elementary school, I always wondered, like, why do my teachers keep giving me tests? It's really annoying. Like, I never want to study for them. And it's just like a pain. Like, why do I have to do it? And over time, I've definitely grown to appreciate the power of tests. But not really the test itself, but the idea of a test. Why do we have tests? Tests help us remember things. They help us retain information that all of a sudden... Um, it, you know, like I'm five, six years out of, out of eighth grade, but I can still tell you, you know, what I learned in social studies that year. Not everything, but there's certain things that I'll remember. Like I'll remember learning about the French Revolution. So like these small things that, that maybe I wouldn't have remembered otherwise through tests and all those types of things. So now I have the ability to remember it. And the same thing holds true in our learning. But not only do I learn something once, but I, I learn it again and, I, and again and again and again. And hopefully... Be'ezer Hashem, everyone will make a CM on Dafyomi, and everyone will continue, and you'll see the next time you do it, all of a sudden, wow, like, I remember it a little bit more, and the next time you do it, I remember it a little bit more. And in that way, when we keep doing things again and again, we start to remember things more. So that's something very powerful in life in general, but specifically when it comes to learning Torah, to do Chazara, to go over things more than once, it helps us remember things better. And maybe a question we can ask is why we, why we need to do Chazara. We, we just addressed maybe a little bit what Chazar is and, and even a little bit of the why. But to add a little bit more about why we do Chazar, specifically when we learn Torah, why specifically this relates to learning Torah and why Rashi says we'll receive bracha if we do so, is we have to understand wh- what is Torah? Why do we learn Torah? Think about it like davening makes a lot of sense, right? You're talking to Hashem. But why do we learn Torah? I'm sure you guys are, you guys are doing Masechah Yom right now and you're learning all these like these different halachos about like the blood on the Mizbeach and like the Karbonos. I'm like, well, what does it have to do with Hashem? It's Hashem's Torah. What does it have to do with Hashem? And I remember a bunch of summers ago in camp, my counselor said to me that the reason we learn Torah is that when you have a friend and you're hanging out with that friend and you're becoming close to friends, you want to know about him, right? You want to know about what your friend's interested in. You want to know about the things he likes to do, his hobbies, so the Torah is just a list of Hashem's hobbies. Hashem likes when the Kohanim throw blood on the Mizbeach. He likes it a lot. So the more you know about your friend, the more you understand about what he's into, what he's not into. Okay, Hashem doesn't like, Hashem, Hashem's not into pig. He's definitely not into us eating pig. He's probably into there being pig in the world because he created it. But he's not into Jews eating pig. So the more we learn about our Kaddish Baruch, we learn about our father. So we can become closer to Hashem through learning about what he likes, what he doesn't like and what He wants to see from us, what He expects from us. And when we work hard at that, and we keep reminding ourselves of that, we do Chazara, we do it again and again, and we keep on learning, and we learn more and more and more, 
we develop a very close relationship with Hashem because we learn about everything that he, that he wants from us, everything that He expects from us. And that way we can grow to appreciate Him more and more and more. So everyone should, everyone should have the schos to keep on learning the daf, keep on learning Torah every single day. And we should merit to remember our Torah, we should remember to keep on learning Torah and to keep on growing. A melem the Torah, to work hard, not only to, to learn, but to work hard. Hard work is always what pays off. The more you put in, the more you get out of it. So I hope everyone has a wonderful day and we should continue to be a melem the Torah. Hello everyone, welcome or welcome back to today's the boom, boom, boom. Um, I hope everyone's having a wonderful, outstanding, amazing, the best it could ever be day. Um man, this has not man. Um yeah. Oh. It's not good. Just FaceTime someone. Um, one second. Um, I'm very sorry we did not have shit. Um, I ended up way too late, so I did not have time. Should have planned ahead of time, but I wasn't thinking. So I'm sorry about that. Um, All right, let's do her. One daf chav dalid. Right, all right. We're gonna start from Ba'e Rabbi Avin. Let's go. Ba'e Rabbi Avin. Rabbi Avin asks: Shemat Hadash and Rochama. The service of separating ashes performed with how much ash? How much ash must be separated? Between his master Yalpin and Lot, we take it from the from the law of Shemat Master, where one time is separated. Omen Shemat Midayin. Yeah, or do we take it from the contribution exactly from the spoils of Midayan? Everyone five hundredths will separate the Tashmach when he approves. He shall separate the ash from the Mavahan and the Hiran, and it says there that he shall separate the ash. Um, his comments are just as there, uh, become some. He separates the amount of his comments. So, so here too, he separates the amount of his comments. So, um, one second. Um, therefore, the is liable to death. burning, the libation of water, libation of wine. also separation of the Then told the lady teacher in after even um, I have partial slides this week. I just got an email about that. Uh oh. I didn't do it yet. Okay. Um, well, now I have an activity for the night. <laughs> My time of Rav. What is Rav's reasoning? It's based on that which is written. You owed. And your sons with you shall safeguard your kumuna regarding every matter of the mizbeach and within the parochet. 
and you shall serve. I present to you your kahuna as a service that is a gift and a non-coin approach to sell that. And you shall serve a concluding service. And not a service that has another service after it concludes the process. Um, the lady, but lady says, uh, the Hashem included regarding every matter of the Mitzvah, but Rabbi Rabbi says, that phrase serves to include the seven sprinklings that are made inside the, the, um, and the sprinklings that are made in the case of Mitzvah, according to Levi, it's taken away from the difference between matter of the Mitzvah and every matter of the Mitzvah. Um, Rav does not expound on the difference between matter of the Mizbeach and every matter of the Mizbeach. But say that the phrase regarding every matter of the Mizbeach is a generalization. A service of application is a specification. So we have a general rule and then a specification. Um, in Rabbi Shemal, every morning we say, um, I don't remember the exact words, but it has to do with Klan Prat. And and the rule in such cases is that the generalism concerns no more than the specification. In our case, this would mean a like service of application, yes. About a silk law, but a service of removal, no. The Pasuk says, regarding every man within the curtain and the the parochet you shall serve. And this is only within the, the parochet. That a non-coin is liable to death for a service of application, not for a service of removal. But outside, he can be liable even for a service of removal. Then the qualification based on the phrase "and you shall serve" should also be limited to services performed inside the Kodesh That's This would yield the result that is only within the curtain. Inside the Kodesh Kodashim, who the Avoda Tom of Law Avoda Shish Achara Achara Avoda, that a Kanan coin is liable to love for a concluding service, and not for a service that has another service after Chabachutz, but outside um, on the Mizbah in the courtyard. If you Avoda Shish Achara Avoda, he can be liable even for a service that has another service after. So, about a time, the phrase, and you shall serve. Hadar Arvekra, by adding in to this, this possible, the phrase goes back and links it to everything he said before. By Rabbi Rabbi asked, Avoda Silo Pehechamahu, what is the halacha according to Lady? <clears throat> regarding a service of removal in the Heikha. Do we compare it to a service of removal inside the Kodesh Kodashim? Or do we compare it to a service of removal outside the Kodesh Kodashim? He then resolved it as follows. Instead of just within the Parochet, it also means and regarding within the, the Parochet. But then, a arranged upon a bread on the table should be liable to death. There is a source of arranging the spoons of Levona on the table. So if you arrange the spoons of Levona on the table, he should be liable. So there are the services of removing the Levona from the table or on the palm shops and the burning of the Levona on as well. But a non-coin who arranges the lamps of the menorah should be liable to death. That is not a concluding service because after there's the service of placing a wick into each of the menorah's lamps, not the patila lichai, but if you put a wick, then you should be liable. Uh, he should be liable. If there is 
um, the service of putting oil into the lamp, something shaman lechayav. So if you put oil into the lamp, you should be liable. Yika hadlaka. So so that's not that's not a continuous service. So after that, you still have to light the lamp. So he legally chayav. If he lit the menorah, he should be chayav. Hadlaka la'avoda. He and lighting the menorah is not in avoda. Dilo. But, but is not considered not The sons of iron and shall place fire on and they shall arrange wood upon the fire. The siege with regard to the act of lighting fire. That can be done only by cohen and anyone only when he is clothed in the sharit, the service clothing. The lighting of fires is indeed but the lighting of <coughs> the menorah is not Nevorah. There's not convincers because there is a service arranging the two blocks of wood on the on the that. So if you're into two blocks of wood, he should be liable. But that's not the end. You still have to do arrange the limbs of the Ramana offering. The Ha'amar of Asamar Yochan is our Shasir Shakezira Ichtub Chai. If an uncle who arranged two blocks of wood on the Zwech is Chai to death, then this is a conclusion. So it's probably, they argue. Marsa Ravara Tamahi, one Rabbi Yochan holds that it. Um, is a concluding service. Mars over love or the Tamahi, it's not the concluding service. Tanikabata, there's a Tanya, there's a, there's a brighter that goes in accordance with the Rav. Tanikabata, Levi, and a brighter that goes in accordance with Levi. Tanikabata, the Rav, Abodo Shazar, Abodo Shazar, Mita. The following are among the services for which a non coming is liable to death. It's Rikatan, Bain Lifnai, Bain Lifnai, Lifnai, throwing sacrificial blood into the courtyard on the Zbech, or in the inner, um, Hechal towards the Parochat, or in the innermost. Um, towards the Aron, the Hamaza, the Hata Taof, the Hamamatsa, the Hamakir Bola Taof, the one who sprinkles the blood of a bird, Hata, or squeezes or burns a bird, Ola, the Hamanaser, Shosha Lugan Mayim, Shosha Lugan Yayin, um, one who pours the libation of three Lugan of water, or the libation of three Lugan of wine, Tanikabat, the Tanya, the Zabaita, and according to the Plevi, Avodoshazar Haivalemita, the following are among the sources of which a non Kohen is liable to death. Hamirin at that Asham, one who separates Ash, which has all the seven sprinkles that are made inside the Hechal, the Shiva Mitzora, and the seven sprinkles that are made in the case of the Mitzora, the Mala Al Gabin as well, Ben Dover Kasher, Ben Dover Apostle. Um, and one who offers up a sacrificial item on his back, whether it's something that is kosher or that is not kosher, it's um possible. Um, Lala Mephisen. Why do they cast lots on the feast? Why do they cast lots? The reason is, as we said above, Alos would rather love on the feast and because we're like, why they cast lots once and then go come back and cast lots again. I'm going to be able to make done in order to stir up excitement in the entire Azara. Shinai Marsha Yachdav Anantik Sor Beveta Alkin Nahalich Barakash. As it says, together we take sweet counsel in House of Hashem, we walk with excitement. Babam Nasibin, what garments are the Khan dressed when they cast lots? In regular clothing, but of Shishanwar. Abvila Kodesh in sacred Kodesh garments clothes. So why do you say the amount of Abvila Kodesh? Because if you say that they're just in Abvila Kodesh, that would be Ravian to do the simplest by force. Rosh Hashem says that um, they're just in Kodesh garments. The amount 
now this is this Mishnah not referring to those Khanim who had won the lot. Um thinking tomorrow's gonna be long, but we got this. Okay. Um so it um so everyone. I hope everyone has a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Um, we're gonna pick up here from where we left off tomorrow. We're finally gonna we're gonna answer this question, and also um, we have a very special speaker today. Um, I was very close with him in the summer, um, Yaku Fuchs. He's actually a, a singer. I like to call him a professional singer. He's pretty awesome. His music is even better. Well, no, he's he's an amazing guy. His music is also even better. He's better than his music. You know, never mind. <laughs> but he is such a wonderful guy. He sings Shabbos Hayom. Um, he sings Noam Hanashamot. He sings all these songs, so many songs. You can search him up by on Apple Music, his song Rinas Amcha. Or he's in the songs DRS Yeshiva High School, because he went to DRS. Um, so he's in those songs. He's he's such an amazing singer and he's an even better person. Um, I was very close with him in the summer. I learned with him. It was great. Um, so he sent a recording for today. So Please enjoy that and everyone have a wonderful rest of your day.